What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so, so I was telling Chelsea about Batman versus Superman. Okay. And I, I was, she's, I was telling about talking about the Superman and, and, in snap in Zack Snyder's universe type thing. Right. Mm-hmm. How he's like kind of smug and how he's like supposed to be like this, this beacon of hope and, and all this stuff. She's right. like, yeah, like MacGyver. <laughs> Yeah, that's the exact <laughs> correlation. Like, you know, because MacGyver's just such a good guy. And he cares about the kids. And he just seems so as everybody yeah, happy. I, I just picture Superman, like, standing there, like, in a room, like, all right, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Who's got some tinfoil, uh, a paperclip, and a matchbox? And some kryptonite. Anybody? Crypt- oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I am Travis. And I am Brandon. And this week we have a very special movie to talk about. I, I just, special, I guess, is is, a, is just fine for acronym. I, or, uh, this is a side note. I found that on submitted for your approval, like I start every episode with, "Hey guys, blah blah blah." I, today we have a very special guest, like every time. Yeah. Which I mean, and sometimes it, I'm on that show, so it's not a special guest. It's yeah. just the person you could manage. I I've I've shown my hand. Every <laughs> single one of you is either special. equally as special or not special. Well, this the movie this week that we are discussing is Batman vs Superman. Batman Dawn v, v Soups. Dawn of Justice. We've referred to it as Bat v Soups plenty of times, uh, just in conversation between each other and yeah. possibly on this show as well. Um, huge, huge blockbuster movie. I think close to 300 million spent to get this thing uh, produced as well as marketed and, and, and out, out in front of people. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I think shooting for top five release. Yeah. I, I, I heard that the studio said anything short of like a billion dollars return from this movie would possibly be considered uh, a failure. Uh. So good luck to uh <laughs> warner brothers pictures on this yeah um, good luck indeed uh so yeah so we went and saw batman vs superman last night uh we were recording on saturday evening so it was a 10 30 showing 10 30 this is a yeah. two and a half hour <laughs> uh movie so we exited the theater just after 1 a.m yeah and, and i want to go ahead and preface that a little bit and say you go to work and you're there by 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm up by 5, 5.30. I was uh, at my work to do exercise stuff at 6.45. So we w- we woke up super early, <laughs> Batman versus super early, and we stayed up super late. Yes, we did. Um, um, but I, 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 I had some caffeinated beverages, and I, I was... I was alert enough to to stay awake through the whole film. Uh, you may have nodded off once or twice. But uh, we'll well, we stopped off at Dave and Buster's because D and B is right next to, to yeah. the movie theater, and uh, we had we had some Newcastle. Yeah, 
and which maybe maybe improved the movie. Maybe it didn't. I, I don't know. We, I, it, I don't want to speculate. Made me sleepier, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we are going to review this movie. We are going to talk spoiler free at first uh, for the benefit of some of our listeners, and then if if you have seen the movie, if you've already watched it, or you just don't care about spoilers at all, uh, you can stay through right to the end where we will get into some of the more specific maybe story elements and things that happen that, uh, what, that we have use. have issues with potentially. Um, so let's, let's start off with this spoiler free review. Uh, this movie has been getting a lot of criticism lately in the news. Uh, the early reviews from most of the major news outlets and things like that were not positive. Um, there are some people that said they like the movie. Some of the critics have good things to say, but by and large, the, uh, this has like a 30%, I think on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's not, it's not good for a movie of this scale that they're hoping to make a lot of money off of, uh, for, for it to be panned that much, uh, right off the bat. I, would you agree? I don't know. Uh, I would say under normal circumstances, that would be an accurate assessment. The thing with Batman versus Superman, in my opinion, is that and this, I mean, I, I say my opinion, but it's also my anecdotal experience. I was going to see it no matter what. Sure. Because yeah. it's... We had tickets before those uh, reviews even were right. published. So, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Aside from <laughs> it. Like, even if, even if you weren't my friend um, and I'd heard about you just offhand, I'd be like, I don't know who that guy is. I never will care about who that guy is. I probably still would have seen the movie, right? Even if I didn't have a podcast with you, begrudgingly. <laughs> right. but good, even though, <laughs> even if I didn't force you to come sit in this garage on a weekly basis. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, so I would, I would have, I was seen it regardless. And I think a lot of fans out there, they're like, okay, cool. Let's watch Batman and Superman on the big screen for the first time ever. I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think a lot of critics be damned. Fans of the comics or fans of the characters, uh, they just want to they just want to see the movie on the big screen. Uh, for, and and if the critics say it's bad, whatever, like I want to see it for myself. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I, I I went and saw Fantastic Four, even though. <laughs> Even, Even though the critics, you, uh, and, and, and they were not wrong. And, but anyway. I, and I still have not seen that. And yeah. th- these are the links that you'll go to for your craft. <laughs> exactly. I do this for you, the listener. Um, so, and for me. Thanks. So let's get Thank into God. a couple of the issues that we have with uh, the movie. It's not all bad, um, at least from my perspective. But one of, one of the main things that I think uh, we walked away from a little bit confused about was the organization of the story. And and we and we'll get more uh, in detail with specific story elements as we go forward. But uh, the way this film was edited, the 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 sort of way that events were presented, uh, they they were they sometimes seemed not necessarily in a clear order, or uh, it jumped around a lot. Yeah. Right? Where and you have a lot of characters you're dealing with. You have Batman and Superman, obviously, but you're also introducing Lex Luthor into this. Um, a few other characters are also appearing. So you're, you're having to develop sort of stuff that's going on with all these people throw in a few dream sequences and other things. And, right. uh, and all of a sudden you're almost, you're, you're having to like really pay attention to figure out, okay, here we are. Okay. We're dealing with this now. Oh, now we're dealing with something completely different with Superman. Oh, and now we're dealing with Lex Luthor's plan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and even beyond that, um, it, and we'll talk about it more on the spoiler side of the house mm-hmm. because I, those specific critiques, I have examples yes, for that. Yeah. Um, but some of those scenes, uh, are like, you know, when you're, when you're shooting a movie, you, you have all these scenes and you shoot all these scenes and then you edit them together. Right. Mm-hmm. And you put them, there's, there's an order to it, right? There's like, Okay, uh, here's all the scenes, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, sure. right? S- some of the ways that Zack Snyder or and his editors, right, whatever, they, they put it in like sometimes weird orders, disjointed orders that it's like A, C, F, G, yeah. B, A, S, <laughs> you know? And you're like, well, where, where, did, where did S, yeah, where did <laughs> seven come from? That, that shouldn't be there. And it, so sometimes uh, there's it doesn't help the coherency of the story. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that's I, I, I think there are times and, uh, there, there are dream sequences in this. I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling too much by saying that, but there are times where it is hard to distinguish, uh, 
whether or not it is a dream sequence at that time. And, and for me, you're, you're following a, an actual story that's happening. And then all of a sudden you're watching a scene. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. What, what, what is happening here? And, and, and things start to, and then it's revealed, but it just, uh, that, and then also just his timing, like yeah. we were talking about editing, but mm-hmm. sometimes he, sometimes he hangs too long in a scene or dwells too long in, in a conversation where you're just like, okay, this, this isn't really moving <laughs> us anywhere. And then at other times he'll, he'll kind of just gloss over something that he probably should have sat with and, and, and let kind of develop a little bit more. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, so Zack Snyder, who directed this, he directed, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake 300, that owl movie, man of steel. Uh, yep. Uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yes. Um, he, he, uh, 300, he has a distinct kind of visual style that that he's developed over time. Um, and so he, he has some really good shots in, in the movie, you know, really good looking scenes. Um, but this is where the, the, the style versus substance comes in because yeah, he does have really good shots, but if he doesn't have the, the story, or the ability to tell a coherent story mm-hmm. throughout, really, I mean, uh, you you can have something that looks great, but if it doesn't have the depth, then it, it you're just not as engaged in it. Yeah. It's just it's fun to look at. Uh, I I think I would like to take quite a few stills, like screenshots yeah. from this movie. <laughs> They'd make wonderful posters or desktop wallpapers, yeah. what, what have you. Um, but that said, like I. I enjoyed the movie a lot for the visuals, but because the story wasn't supporting the visual or, or the motivations weren't supporting the visuals at the, at that level, it it was just kind of like, well, I mean, this looks great, but it's just a really, really well polished turd. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you think of like, uh, the, the matrix sequels, right? Like they also looked really good, but they're, I'll I'll say theirs is a little bit different because their was their story was so convoluted, sure right <laughs> that uh, that you didn't appreciate it as much the visuals, um, but it's a similar problem. I think the Wachowski sisters now right. Well yeah something like that. <laughs> I, I, th- I think uh, yeah um, you know like with Speed Racer they they make these these things that are re- look really cool, but they're there's. Yeah, the, the, the story behind the story it is, not, is is lacking. Lacking, yeah. Um, there were a few things I liked about this. I know these aren't all pros for you necessarily. Um, I thought the music was uh, good in in many parts. It wasn't always great. Yeah. But um, there were times where I felt like the score for this film elevated a scene or really made me more engaged in something that was happening. Yeah, I I, th- I think the the Hans Zimmer portions of yes. the score are good. Mm-hmm. Um I, I will say that so in Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder has really cool song choices. Mm-hmm. He starts the movie with Johnny Cash. Okay. Um and then he has I mentioned it a couple episodes uh ago about um Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine, oh, the cover yeah. of Down with the Sickness. Okay. So cool, right? Um, and it starts with, uh, uh, have a nice day by the stereophonics. Anyways, he has good music in that. And he tried to, to stick with that kind of theme with his, with his other movies, like sucker punch was, which is, you have to see that okay. just to see how bad it is. All right. <laughs> um, and then Watchmen, you know, he, he had some good stuff in there, mm-hmm. but you could start to see where he went wrong when he had hallelujah during the sex scene in Watchmen. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel that Zack Snyder has that, he has a good idea when he wants to get contemporary music in there, but now he's going too far and yeah, he needs to, he needs to kind of weigh he those needs choices to tone it down. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, guardians of the galaxy. I'll throw this out there because he worked with James Gunn in Dawn of the dead. Cause James Gunn wrote Dawn of the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, James Gunn has that contemporary music stuff down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the oh, the music in Guardians of the Galaxy is outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So, anyways, uh, that James Gunn does it right. We uh, <laughs> we did a immediate reaction periscope uh, last night <laughs> in a parking lot at, at like one yeah, in the morning. So creepy. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, but I said on that periscope that this that Ben Affleck may be my favorite on screen Batman now. Yeah. Um. 
part of that is based on the visuals. I really like the, um, like the costume design for Batman in this movie. The, yeah. the, 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 the like power armor version of Batman is not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But the look of just the regular Batman suit yeah. looks very much like the Frank Miller style. Um, just like the, the uh the design of like the bat emblem yeah. on his chest and everything like i just really i dig everything about it the 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 previous bat suits did the cowl have like the the scowl on the brow uh i was i was, I was thinking about that when i wa- was watching last night because so for you guys out there who, ha- who haven't seen it you can go out and sc- get screenshots but like there's a uh there's an actual scowl design designed in the yeah the like brow pressed the, into the brow yeah yeah kind of makes him look pissed off all that right <laughs> yeah. um yeah there's some of that i think in in some of them i mean you have like the christian bale batmans that are, that are sort of the most recent idea of them but even back as far as like uh, uh michael keaton and stuff we talked yeah. about earlier in the month um, there are no nipples there there's no nipples and we've that's that's a plus in my book yeah yeah i think just uh, like why, why do you why do you let me ask this why do you think why in your opinion is this the best incarnation of batman i i just visually speaking or just in general it well in general like um, is it just a visual aspect that you enjoy well or is it- no I, I really do like the way he looks in it um but i like I like it. I like maybe, and maybe it's just because of some of the comics I'm reading right now, but I like this older kind of seasoned, uh, Bruce Wayne, this guy that's kind of been doing this for a long time and is, he's not jaded by it, but he is, um, he's more realistic in like where he sits in this and like some of the choices he makes, like whether or not like they are of the best intent and things like that. Um, there's a detective aspect, of mm-hmm. that uh bruce wayne is kind of digs into a little more and ba- and both as bruce and batman um but yeah and he's just kind of i don't know i at watching him i liked the way that he looked his movements his fighting style and things like that yeah. he, he uh he really didn't hold back very much yeah. and uh yeah in uh uh in one of the fight scenes when he was using a bunch of gadgets in the fight right yes like that that's that's Batman when you go to play Arkham, the Arkham uh, Asylum series, and you're using gadgets to get combos, right, and, and build your combos. Like the, he was, he did that in in this movie. Yeah, he's like, using like he's using a battering, he's using the, the Gatling the gun, grapple. the grappling hooks, and things like that. Yeah, and so uh, he uses a, a brand in this, which is kind of weird. And he uses a Brandon, in a this. Brandon in this. Um, <laughs> We're watching the movie, and he's like, "Get over here!" Like. Ah! <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll talk about Batman a little bit more and get into more specifics with him. Uh, the other thing I really liked, uh, well, I enjoyed Wonder Woman in this. Yeah, uh, she she doesn't have a huge role. Uh, she's really kind of mostly around for one major fight, uh, which if you've seen the trailers, you're aware of this. But <laughs> yeah. um, but the development of the character, uh, there's not a lot to it. But we're getting she the Wonder Woman movie is what's up next for this DC universe. So yes. uh, it's gonna happen, and and I'm intrigued to see that film based on what I saw uh, in uh, Dawn of Justice or whatever. Yeah, Yawn of Justice. <laughs> Yawn of Justice. Uh, <laughs> Yanni of Justice. <laughs> oh, overall, it's a contemporary guy playing and, music. And we do this halfway through the the podcast so that we can get into spoilers. But overall. We do a ten point rating scale here at Apathetic Enthusiasm. Do we? Usually, yeah. I, Most of the time, we I, give it like I think seven that's just eights. like <laughs> or unless we've been rating stuff really low with sevens yeah. and eights, and we're doing like a hundred point scale. Let, let's let's do. Uh, we did this a little bit on Periscope last night, but let's do the ten point scale along with the recommend seeing it or no. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay, so I will give this movie overall a. Okay, all right. Um, but and that's, I, that's a little bit oh, that's a little bit lower than I thought you would. Yeah, you were gonna give it. Uh, I've given a lot of movies sevens recently. Yeah, that I don't think this movie was as good as those sevens. Ooh. So so this so Pee Wee's Big Holiday was better than Dawn of Justice. Oh, I know I know they're kind of apples and oranges. Did I give that a seven? I think you did. Then this then this has got to be a seven for me then. 
I'll, you, you've, you've talked me into increasing my rating by one. It's Good. no more than a seven, though. Good. Because, and I hate giving seven. Because if you give it, because if you give it a seven, that gives me more reason to argue. Okay. <laughs> with you later in the that, show, and that's fine. And I know that I like this movie more than you do. Yeah. Um, I did, I did self checks through, throughout the movie where I was like, "Am I enjoying this? Am I liking this movie? Do I dislike this movie?" And more times than not, I wasn't saying, "Oh, this movie's terrible. I don't like it." So a seven is fair for this. I would give it a recommend for people to see. If you like DC comics at all, go see it. If you like Batman, if you like Superman, go see it. There are a lot of people that I've seen through social media and stuff like that, that really like this movie. Uh, I know someone in my family who saw it Thursday night, went back and saw it the next day, like has seen it twice already. Like like says this is their favorite movie. (laughs) So, um, so Uh. it has potential for for some people's taste they may really enjoy it so i would recommend you seeing it there are a lot of issues with it though so if you are a highbrow cinemaphile <laughs> uh you may you may run into some issues what about you brandon uh so i'll just i'll knock out the number real quick four no i think i'm i may have started off last night at like a six okay may have I think it's I think it's gotten lower since then. The okay. more I've thought about it, right? right. So I, I think I'll give it a solid. <laughs> I don't know if you can say solid. A round. A solid five. Five. Okay, that's, that's fine. Solid yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, no five point five around here. It's not great. It's not. It's not awful. No, it's not. But it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's don't just think like, I gave. Somebody go back and check Pee Wee's Big Holiday. I don't think I gave it. Maybe, a seven. maybe I gave it like a seven, yeah. and a half almost. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You might have given it like a six. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Look, I give this. What's a, important here is I you give it a five, a five. And would you recommend it to people? Uh, like I said last night, I would not. I would not recommend seeing it this first weekend. Yes. Because I which don't, is good because this podcast comes out <laughs> after opening weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't don't go see it this weekend either. <laughs> uh, the second weekend. I don't want to incur- wait for like the when all the like VIP like special passes thing so you can like use like your free free tickets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, upgrade your free popcorn. Yes. Exactly. And then not actually upgrade it. Yeah. Guy, uh, we'll sure. get into that later. <laughs> um, what I recommend. So I don't want to encourage dc to give Zack snyder any more money <laughs> fair uh he, not that i'm gonna stop that not that this message to you guys will will, will stop them from giving Zack snyder money but hopefully the critics will dec- discourage them from uh because that was my biggest problem is really that the direction is just meandering i think you could take these same actors with a very similar s- story intent and get a new director and and maybe another writer in there and yeah. and retell essentially the same story but make a much more cohesive and enjoyable film. I I have I have specific examples of scenes that if they put it in a different order it would make so much more sense and there would be a point to it. Yep. Uh okay, so there you have it. Our our up down plus minus uh, <laughs> rating for Batman vs Superman five, Dawn of Justice five don't recommend right away I, go, you can go see it eventually because it's Batman vs Superman yeah, yeah yeah but not right away check it out when it's on like <laughs> Showtime or something Skinamax <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so if you've seen the movie if you were one of the you know millions of people that did trek out to the theater in the opening weekend. Uh, by all means, please stick around and listen to our spoiler-filled review uh, coming up here in a moment. Uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, go check out the film or don't. Don't do it right away. But then come back, to, uh, listen to the second half of the episode, uh, and let's uh, roll some spoiler music. Let's get some music out, shall we? You know you got You know you got You know you got I would say that I love the spoiler song, but last week you changed the spoiler <laughs> song on me, so I'm just I'm just excited to find out what it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I know time. I don't want it to be I, You gotta keep me on my toes. I used it twice uh and and there, there's something about me where I'm like I, I don't want it to be the People same thing. People love the doo off spoilers, man. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta at least include it in the rotation. No, it's like when I when I I know we just talked about <laughs> we're supposed to get into the show, but whenever whenever I write a song, like I don't want my song to, 
a new song that I write to sound anything like the old, the last song I wrote. All it's just right. something about me. Like uh, <clears throat> you're not Zach Snyder trying to make everything look the same. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, low so, blow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm low sorry. Blow. Ooh, ooh. I'm well, the Snyder well, hater. And we're, we're in spoiler territory now. It, it, all, all bets are off and you're low blowing. Um, all right. So what I had, I had a thought and it was for this spoiler section because the story of Batman vs Superman is so all over the place, and so, so stop, stop moving equipment around all, while we're trying all to record. All over the place. Uh, the story is all over the place. So instead of trying to linear, linearly, linearly follow the story along, let, I decided let's pick uh, individual characters, kind of go through the aspects of these characters, and then we'll tie in all the other issues that we have. Well, I, I think I think I can I can break down the plot real quick. Okay, do it. Okay, in. Give me give me three seconds. Thirty seconds on the clock, and go. All right. So, Batman and Superman. Batman hates Superman because Superman destroyed the hell out of Metropolis and also blew up one of Bruce Wayne's buildings and killed people. Blah blah blah. blah. blah so blah. he's like, oh cool crap, an alien. Ah blah blah blah. And then Lex Luthor's like, oh I hate aliens too. And then everybody starts hating Superman. And then eventually Superman's like, oh my god. And Lex Luthor's like, okay Batman, you go. You go fight Superman and Lex Luthor's like, oh, Martha Wayne, I'm going to kidnap you. I found out who Clark Kent is. Oh, or not Martha Wayne, uh, Martha Kent. Uh, (laughs) By the way, they both have the same first name, their parents. (laughs) And then he says, hey, Superman, go fight Batman. They they fight. And then Doomsday comes out because Lex Luthor figured out how to clone uh, Doomsday out of himself and Zod. Zod. The end. The end. Superman dies. Superman dies. Justice League. (laughs) <laughs> the movie uh, <laughs> may, that may have been like 31 seconds ah shoot. so close do it again, ah, do it again. okay right. anyway okay. so <laughs> and go um yeah so let's start talking about batman because his name is first in the title uh so it's 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 alphabetical it's al- whatever. whatever alphabetical alphabetical <laughs> uh batman's entire backstory is told in the opening credits of this movie bravo Bravo. Uh, we talked a lot in our Deadpool episode about how I felt the backstory of Deadpool took way too long. Yeah. Uh, and Zack Snyder does have the benefit of the doubt that there are far too many uh, Batman movies and and sources available to kind of... I mean, Batman's backstory is pretty well known. So if this is your first experience of like Batman and who he is, I apologize. <laughs> But what what rock <laughs> what rock exists yeah. <laughs> that that can shield you from this? Uh, so so we get Batman's backstory very quickly, and then we're in very stylized. Yeah, I mean it does end up being like a dream uh, in the end because he does the whole like rising out of the Bat Cave like floating, which that was the first uh, mo- ex- example of me going. All right, what is happening here? Yeah, like where in the dream sequences, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a dream. Like, e- ah, yeah, okay, yeah. this isn't something I should be including as normal story because life. because the bats lift Batman, uh, lift up little Bruce, little Bruce out of the cage, little Bruce, not cage, uh, cave, yeah, little Bruce. Uh, but in, it's so weird. Like, what? Yeah, he's the, like rising angelically out of the, the bat. Cave. The bats are are carrying them but like they're they're creating like a, a whirlwind yeah yeah uh oh oh it's a dream got it yeah makes sense makes uh, sense now so then fast <laughs> forward to uh we get affleck as uh ben affleck as bruce wayne he is uh in a helicopter i think charging towards uh, metropolis because yeah. uh there's a fight happening that fight is the fight from the end of man of steel zod and uh, Superman are blowing up half the city yeah. as they wrestle for control. Uh, and Bruce Wayne is experiencing it on the ground. Um, and it's a much more, it's, I mean, it's the same scene from the end of man of steel, but the point of view shift, uh, I think it's, it's at it's at ground zero. It very much felt like you, <laughs> you could have taken like 90% of those clips and, and been like, Oh, check out this new nine 11 movie that's coming out. And it would have been like, oh, yeah, okay, that, yeah. that makes sense. Like, it's the parts where you see, like, a guy in a red cape flying across the sky that you'd be like, yeah. oh, no, that's not what's happening. Uh, <laughs> heat vision melts steel yeah. beams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, but it really sets the tone for uh, Batman's motivations in this movie yeah. and, and, and his feelings towards Superman. Um, 
And and I think they do a pretty decent job of that. Yeah, uh, we we've talked about it. Critics have talked about it. Pretty much any, I mean, it's it's the most apparent metaphor we can see in the movie, which is all the critiques against Snyder's Man of Steel, the wanton destruction of Metropolis, and however many people they killed in that city, yeah. right during that, that oh, right. fight. Um, that Bruce Wayne is the audience and critic proxy. For those who complained about the, the destruction in Man of Steel. Which I was one of them. That was one of the biggest issues I had with Man yeah. of Steel was just the blatant destruction of people and property. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and <laughs> so that is very, very apparent that that is who he is, right? He is our mm-hmm. proxy. Uh, and they make that even clearer later on in the movie when they're fighting Doomsday, and we'll talk about Doomsday more. Um, we'll talk about that epic fight at, at, at the, towards, pr- the end. towards the end. Uh, but they say like there's like news reports, and they're like, "Oh, Doomsday just landed on an unoccupied." No, he's like, "Oh, they, oh. he landed on you know down something island," and and, yeah. and like one of the military people is like, "Oh, don't worry, it's it's uninhabited." Yeah, and it's like. Okay, and, and got it. it. And then at the start of the fight, they're like in downtown Metropolis, and and the news is like, "Good thing that people are mostly home for the day." Yeah, good so. thing it's late at night, and most people have <laughs> like that area is pretty much unpopulated. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and then the news guy looks at the camera. He's like, "There's nobody there." Get it? People eating your popcorn out. Do get, you, do you get it? There, nobody's dying <laughs> when we blow something up this time. Uh, I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> Film at eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. That that all happened, and I I appreciate them trying to. Uh, the same thing was brought up in the second Avengers movie when uh, all the Avengers were more like helping other people, kind of to save people from what Ultron was doing, more so than than just destroying buildings yeah. and things like that. Uh, and I, this isn't an Avengers podcast. Sure. We'll get to that Civil not. War, but I'm I'm almost positive, almost a hundred percent positive. That they're like, yeah, let's let's address this before DC addresses it. Oh yeah, that yeah. way, you know, that way we look like we're progressive. Yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, we care about people. See, yeah, those, see? DC, those DC maybe guys. we'll drop a you know city out of the sky, <laughs> but we care about them at least. Uh, and Sokovia Accords. Overall, I like. I would love to see a standalone Batman movie with this Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think the way they've that, already given Affleck to go ahead. I think the the direction that the cinematic universe is going, um, we won't get a standalone Batman without at least cameos from other heroes. But if if the main emphasis is on on bats, then I, then I'm cool with that. Um, what I, did what did you think about his his rage towards Superman, and especially towards the end, his motivations towards fighting him and and basically destroying him. Um, do you feel like they were on par, good for the character, over exaggerated? What I mean, where did, where did that hit for you? So they tried to they tried to depict Batman in this as the the Dark Knight Returns, the old jaded, where he's like, okay, I'm I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can't let this this alien. Al- Alfred at one point says, "You've you've you've been doing this too long to die a young man or something like right. that." Right. Um, but. We didn't see any of that mm-hmm. old jaded, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. didn't. We didn't see how he got to that point. Um, so it was hard for somebody who, for the, some of the fans who have been around Batman and they've seen him get there, um, how he can make the leap to like, oh yeah, you know what? I need to kill Superman. <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, there, there's there's kind of a leap from the Batman that we know generally to who doesn't kill to yeah, you know what? I have to kill this alien. Um, yeah yeah that's a really good point and 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 again there there's conversation about batman's motivations towards killing people typically batman does not try to kill people outright dark knight returns batman does yeah and this that he's sort of more of the uh i think he the dark knight returns batman is really the source material for inspiration for this film yeah so Zack snyder ran with that and was like you know what people will die yeah, and that'll happen. If they're holding a grenade and then Batman hits a grenade, but then it explodes and it kills a person, well, Batman didn't kill him. The grenade killed him. Yeah. So it's just secondary manslaughter or something. Like that. <laughs> anyway, um, I I dig I dig this Batman. I I felt like he made a real quick turn, uh, 
when he, as soon as uh, Superman said, Martha, like, I mean, like, Batman's about to end <laughs> Superman. Yeah. And then he's like, Martha. And he's like, what? We're friends now. Like, I was like, okay. All right. He, I mean, it, that kind of, he, they, they did a, bur- a build of him just completely not being unforgiving towards Superman. And then just being like, oh, he's got a mom? All right, dog. Let's do this. Let's be pals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. One, honestly, last night when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, both of their mothers are named Martha. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. That literally the first time I ever actually realized that. Yeah. Right. Didn't, um, and maybe they address that in, in some comics. I don't know. Uh, the second thing is that fight. Um, yeah, you're right. Like it was B- Batman wins. Batman all, wins that fight for all intents and purposes. But if Superman was trying to kill Batman, Batman would have lost outright. Yes, that's a fair point. And 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 I think that that has its truths in in comic history as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you have Batman fighting Superman, the only reason Superman doesn't end it immediately is because he's either holding back, yeah, or he's under some sort of Kryptonian, you know. Uh, crutch or something like that. Right, so, right. Um, and, and I think that's true. I, I don't think in this story, Superman ever went into that fight really wanting to kill Batman. No, not he, at all. He always was trying to find a way out of it, and and I think ultimately it worked out. All right. So, uh, so with, with that, let's let's talk about Superman a little yes, bit, right? Yes, exactly. Um, you know, you, we talk about Superman trying to hold back and, and finding trying to find a different way to to do things. Sure. Um, Man of Steel. A lot of a big a big critique was that Superman didn't try to get Zod away from a major city, right? Sure, right. He uh, just he just fought him right there in the. Um, what did what did you think about? You watched Man of Steel. I watched it the night before we went. And saw okay, um, so has there was there any evolution? Um, did you see any changes? Or? I mean, I I do a little bit. I Man of Steel. Does he seem wiser? Man of Steel was such a. Um, origin story kind of coming of age story for superman i felt <clears throat> and and it w- he didn't really do a lot of supermaning in that in that movie uh up to the you know like yeah. where he's like i when i think of superman i think of him as a hero that's um <clears throat> saving other people and 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 he's sort of that person that intervenes uh, to protect others like normal people yeah um we saw more of that in this movie in, in Dawn of justice Mm -hmm. where he's going, he's discovering that there is uh, a catastrophe on the Dia de los Muertos in Mexico. And (laughs) and he jams from the cocktail party straight over to, to help a little girl or something like that. Yeah. You know, he's, he's rescuing families off roofs. That's day of the dead. Sorry. I just want to throw it out there for for a non Spanish. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But he's, he's doing more of that, you know, trying to help, people the issue that he's dealing with is there is still collateral damage that takes place and and one of those things is sort of the main central point of the superman story arc for this for dawn of justice and that's when he is saving lois lane from some terrorists and yeah uh ends up getting some people killed i i think the development of superman as a character is him trying to deal with where that line is like who can i really can i be this guy that is helping people and sort of putting myself second can i have a relationship with lois lane and and still do the things i want to do can i be clark kent um and and ultimately that sort of his like relationship with his mother ends up being the the fault that causes him to go into this fight with uh with batman yeah you 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 bring up basically what his arc should have been in this movie uh what was missing is a lot of the things that make that arc compelling stand, stand and, out and makes and, sense right it's it's all if be, because because there's so much getting crammed in the film like that that arc which could be stretched out and really 
developed uh, a lot more for sure. Ex- exactly. Like you don't really have where he's like, Oh, okay. This is why he, you really only get a surface level of <laughs> yeah. it across the whole thing. And so maybe I am like extrapolating a lot more and like expanding on that in our discussion because I know like that. I think that's the intent. Yeah. But you really have to pull that out of the movie. It's not presented to you. Right. It, uh, case, uh, a key point. There's a whole lot of that in this movie. You, where you, the viewer, has to extrapolate some of that stuff. It's not, and yeah, okay, like you might say, well, you shouldn't have. Uh, it, they film, should, they filmmakers should, they shouldn't lay it all out for you or something. Like um, but there's there's ways to lay it out, and I use that with quotes where <laughs> it's not also on the nose. Sure, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't lay it out. They're just like, but. <laughs> yeah, like, you kind of, I mean, you really have to be keying into those things, I think, yeah. to kind of get it. Uh, there's this scene where he finally um, allows himself to be questioned by the U.S. Senate. Yeah. He makes an appearance to kind of uh, face the victims of, of what went ha- what happened in uh, Metropolis and things like that. Uh, this ends up being Lex Luthor's grand plan to blow up the Senate and, again, uh, shine a dark light on the yeah. Man of Steel. And there is like that shot where basically the whole the whole building is blown up around him, and he's just standing there like, Fuck. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it's just like you screwed up, man. Yeah. Like, and 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 I think that's the the fact that the Superman in these two movies is very fallible and is is not perfect. Um, Maybe that's something that people dislike about him, uh, but it's uh, it's it, it makes the character a little bit more interesting. But at the same time, I don't I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I I, I want him to be better at what he's doing. So uh, so Superman is a more interesting character when he is shown as fallible, okay. right? Okay, but, but yes, S- but but Snyder, because when I thought that Superman was. Just like he could do everything, he's just perfect. Whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a, a crap about him. At yeah. That no. Point. I, I've said that as well. Right. Uh, but when he is shown as fallible in in some ways, like he is, he's he's, they call him a Boy Scout for a reason. Like he's very, like truth, justice in the American way. That is him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, so when when people are deceptive towards him or manipulating, he falls for it, and and it and it has yeah. bad consequences um yeah but i will argue that the superman's depiction in this this movie and man of steel really um i'll, I'll go with the critics he, he comes he doesn't come off so much as kind of innocent or almost maybe naive right mm-hmm. um he comes off as smug and <laughs> yeah arrogant, a, little, arrogant, a little arrogant yeah right when he just does like the the snarls and the <sighs> when he's standing there in the way of the batmobile and is like when, when they turn your light back on, don't, don't answer it. Yeah. Don't go to it. You know? Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. c- calm down, Mr. S. Yeah. Like he, he wouldn't, he, that's not how I picture Superman delivering that line. Yeah. Like I picture Superman going, when that light turns on, make sure you're not there. <laughs> all right. Have a great day. <laughs> See you later, Bruce. Because he knows who he is at that yeah, point. Right, right. Sure. Um, okay. Superman's death. Just real. We'll, we'll move on from this. It's what a good are, thing we're in spoilers, but. Yes, uh, Superman dies at the end of this movie. Yeah, uh, quote fingers dies, um, killed by the famous Doomsday, which is a clone of Zod and Lex Luthor, used, cloned from uh, Zod's crashed ship, the Genesis Chamber. Yes. So there you go. Uh, there it is, summed up. Uh, I did not expect Superman to die in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I kn- I knew that Doomsday was in it, and I knew what the comic history indicated based on that um but two two movies in and at what felt like the beginning of a real justice league series i did not expect them to kill superman yeah uh they did i was a little surprised by it and then i realized i didn't care enough about this superman to be really broken up about it i was i was it was more of just like a what it meant business-wise for me as I'm watching those closing scenes where they're doing the funerals and things like that, I was just like, really? Like, 
that you could have you could have used him in some more movies and stuff. Yeah, you know? that, that that was a big deal in the '90s when they did the Death of Superman comics. That are like, right. oh, okay, whatever. Like when he came back a year later after he had died, the death and return of Superman. They're like, oh, publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but even like within the film, right? We we talked about the the uh, the world is starting to be kind of leery of. Of Superman, they're like, oh, okay, no more aliens, you're a legal alien, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, so he fights Doomsday, and it's a really quick battle, and we talked about this in the in the car. And then he dies, and then everyone is magically like, oh, we love you so much, Superman, oh, oh why are you dead? Let's have a, a memorial and, and a big parade in D.C. and all yeah. this stuff. It's like, it's, it's like if I'm like, ooh, I hate you, Ted Cruz, oh, and then he dies, and I'm like, oh like he he dies let's, fighting trump yeah <laughs> like oh ted cruz let's put him in a cool black coffin with a, a cruise emblem on and it. this is the music problem i had they play like they play like the standard new york kind of like uh cop bagpipe music then. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right it's like spot on bagpipe impression by the way. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't fit superman it doesn't i i was like i thought Superman was American from Kansas, not Irish or, or Scottish. <laughs> they they or should whatever. be playing like a jug band. My funeral. Make it happen. All right, Brandon. Uh, yeah. I, We're gathered here today. I think if Superman had somehow in the course of this movie become an American hero in some way, shape, or form, doing something other than that final fight, it would have justified that reaction a little bit more. But it just felt a little bit like this is how people should have felt about Superman yeah. in comics and things like that. Yep. So this is how we're going to portray his funeral. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In, in the end, we see small bits of soil rising off of his pine box in the Kansas uh, wilderness. So he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, let's let's talk about Wonder Woman. Let's let's switch this over Wonder, to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, so Gal good is it Gal is the, Godot is is the T silent or not? Because I've heard Godot and I've heard Godot. I'm gonna say Godot because I've been waiting to say this. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I've wait, been waiting for Godot. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk about this gal, uh, Wonder Woman. It's my joke impression. I like the casting. Um, well, you just like the casting because you're attracted to her. Yes, correct. <laughs> moving on she has a a minimal role in this she has interactions with bruce wayne when she is trying to hack into lex luther's uh mainframe or whatever at the same time that that bruce is she ends up getting the material before he does but can't crack the encryption blah 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 uh and and she's kind of just doing her own thing she's she's sticking to she's been out of the limelight for a really long time yeah. based on this movie um, and she's like boarding a plane to Paris or Europe or something. Doomsday shows up, and she's like, "All right, All better right. better bust out the uh, old gauntlets back and- into action." <laughs> in, in my lasso of truth, that's right. And so she and she shows up in that dramatic style that we all got to see together months ago when it was revealed in the trailer. Yeah. Um. She she saves Batman when Doomsday is about to breathe beams on him. Right. Exactly. Uh. This, when it is Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman together, this is the moment in the movie when I am most in. When yeah. I am most like, yes, let's go. I am having fun. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, you start to get banter between Batman and Superman where like there's a little bit of quippiness and joke, joking a little bit. It's still a Zack Snyder movie, so it's a little too serious. But yeah, um, yeah and I just, I enjoyed them working together. All right, but before we get into uh, Lex Luthor, I mean, we we have to talk about we have to talk about Batman versus Superman. We have to talk about that actual fight, right? Because that's okay. that's what this that's what this movie's about. That's that's the title. Really, you could be like, I don't care about anything else. I'm there to watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah, which is why some people will go see this movie, right? Um, so so Batman steals a card uh, out of The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, and he f- he fights Superman, and he beats Superman. He beats him. He, the he, end. He, he, the end. <laughs> he uses a bunch of kryptonite. He um, 
he fashions a kryptonite spear that's right. as like the murder weapon. Yeah. He makes kryptonite gas to kind of as the inca- incapacitating agent. Right. Um, and then he uses a bunch of traditional weapons, which have no effect whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, w- I will say that. So, so uh, Batfleck, he creates this, these smoke bombs out of mm-hmm. kryptonite. Uh, so he shoots Superman with one. Superman breathes it in. And he, he's weakened. And then Batman starts kicking his ass. Yeah. Um, and then he's like punching him in the face. Batman's punching Superman in the face. And there's a, this is one of the cool cooler scenes that I remember. He's punching Superman in the face, and then all of a sudden, Batman stops like flinching, and and the fist, Batman's fist, starts like buckling more. Yeah, yeah, and it's like like you can visually see on screen like the strength returning to Superman. Yeah, like like the punches are not hitting as effectively. I was, and oh crap, <laughs> what what am I gonna do? Yeah, Shoot. <laughs> like, I will say that that one that's that's one of the coolest parts of the movie for me. Okay, like that little exchange. Um, and then Superman kicks Batman's butt again for, for a couple minutes, right? Like, Until he gets another smoke bomb out. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and then Batman uh, basically beats the crap out of him again. Yeah, and I mean, he, some of his techniques, like using the uh, the grappling hook to kind of spin him around the room <laughs> yeah. through a bunch of columns and things like that. Yeah. I don't know that that room would have been structurally sound after that, but whatever, it's not, not a big deal. Look, I'm not, I'm not a designer. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an <laughs> interior designer or whatever. I don't know. Um but yeah, I I think the fight was pretty cool. I like the Doomsday fight better, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the if you've read Dark Knight Returns, the the Superman Batman fight is just kind of like okay, yeah, yeah. I've pretty much seen that already. Yeah, <laughs> just minus uh, Ollie, the Green Arrow. R- right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, you, but so you like the Doomsday fight better? I and I maybe it's because I'm because you want I'm, one, too, I'm too Marvel. There's two two Wonder Woman. No, it's not just Wonder <laughs> Woman. Uh, but I, I like I like seeing them work together. Uh, I like to see them working together against a common enemy. I have issues with what Batman is doing for the first half of that fight because <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's just sitting in the audience with with a with a bowl of popcorn, just like all right, let's, let's watch the gods go to work. <laughs> like, um, and then, and then once he gets wrapped into it, he's like, oh crap. Uh, all right, grappling hook, grappling hook, smoke bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, so we know we know Doomsday is is the villain, right? Mm-hmm. A, a villain, Lex Luthor. He is obviously the main villain. He is the source of that villain, really, yes. and he is he is the mind behind all the badness that happens in this movie. Yeah, I, guess. Uh, I, I know that you think he was overacting. You weren't terribly a fan of him. I I think he was okay most of the time. There were a couple of scenes in particular where I was just like, "All right, Jesse." tone it down just a bit just like a smidge the very last scene with him where he's he's head shaved ring the bell ring ring the bell through ring 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 ding ding whatever you know like yeah. i was just like this is no no yeah. G- jim carrey's better as riddler in this and and you know uh we had we had we had joker with uh heath ledger yeah both both better in that way um here here's what here's what i thought at the at the end of it all like he'd I almost would have preferred him to Jared Leto for Joker. So one of the things you didn't you didn't read it yet, but uh, the the graphic novel Luther, uh, written by Brian Azzarello. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that in that story, it's all from the point of view of Lex Luthor, and he's distrustful of Superman because he's an alien, a godlike being coming down from the sky, and he's like, I don't I don't trust him, and he blows up. A, a big building, right, with yeah. lots lots of people, all to get Superman to look bad. Yeah, which is exactly what the the Senate. That's doing. really what the Senate scene was. Right, about. right. Uh, the whole mistrust where he's like, I I'm gonna kill a bunch of innocent people to make Superman look bad. That's yeah. like straight from that graphic novel. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the type of stuff where it really shows the the evil in in Lex Luthor in this movie where you don't see it like really when you look at Lex Luthor, he just seems kind of like off and kind of awkward and like weird, but then he'll do something where he's joking with someone as they're walking into a Senate. And then just a moment, I'll be right behind you. 
and then you realize that no, he set everyone up in there to die. Yeah, and he was taking off and not telling anyone, even his secretary and and people are er, there in the room. Yeah, as those bombs are going off. So, um, yeah, it he was a good bad guy, but I just that my only critique really is sort of some of those scenes where I was just like, all right, yeah, <laughs> down just one peg, Jesse. Just one. yeah, yeah, so. I, I I agree. I I would prefer. To me, the best Lex Luthor is cold and calculating, not bumbling. Yes. Yeah. When he gives his speech at the cocktail party and he like can't really remember it yeah. and stuff. And That's like, like how I give a speech. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like or, where or, it's just, or to a podcast. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> awkward. And I kind of mumble. Oh, uh, anyway, um, all right. Those those are our main characters. We're not going to talk about Lois Lane because, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none, none, of the, none of the other ones. Actually, really, realistically, no other character matters. Uh, there are a couple things that still we need to hit on before before we wrap this up one of those is the introduction of other metahumans in the dc universe so batman decrypts lex luther's file and gets all this uh, surveillance information not only on wonder woman Mm -hmm. but also Mm -hmm. on some other unnamed at this point though comics we know though they have their logos yeah so we've got (laughs) flash we've got aquaman uh, cyborg cyborg Mm -hmm. and we get to see a little bit of like surveillance footage or or test footage or different things that that introduce these characters um it's done twice uh once a little bit with batman with bruce when he first discovers it and then when he also sends it to wonder woman and is like hey what up with these people yeah and then she kind of like explores a little bit more so so go ahead oh when 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 bruce wayne batman first looks at it he only sees the the image of of diana and wonder woman Mm -hmm. right uh so uh so the lead up to doomsday stuff is happening that bat uh, fight with batman and superman and there's a five-minute scene where Diana is sitting at her laptop at, watching the footage of the Flash, and he stops a robbery, and he's really fast. And then a cyborg being created, mm-hmm. and then Aquaman destroying a uh, James Cameron DC <laughs> yeah, dying expedition probe, type thing. Right? But it's it's so out of place. It's extremely out of place. It's so out of place. And, it, and poorly timed. Exactly. It, 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 you have you have scenes that are ramping up and the excitement is really building up and then it's like, oh, hold on. It kills the flow. Let's let's go check out what these guys are all about. Right. It feels so forced and so just like I like hey, Justice like Justice like <laughs> <laughs> did, did we mention we're doing more of these movies? Hey, everybody. Just a side <laughs> note. Uh, I know but Batman and Superman are fighting, but Justice League and, and so I mentioned earlier about like reshuffling some of these scenes around. Yes. That scene uh so at the very end of the movie, you know, Bruce Wayne says to Diana, hey, we need to get people together. We need to get these metahumans together. I feel like something bad's going to happen, right? The way that should have been is, like, Batman faces Lex Luthor in jail. Lex Luthor tells him something's coming down. Then the scene with the Justice League video, Bruce saying, hey, we need to get these guys together. Yeah. Like, that's the way it should have worked. Yeah, because, I mean... We we know that the only reason that they're showing us these characters at all in this movie is to tee up all these other individual movies. Yeah. And I mean, I think the Justice League movie is like 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2018. So, or, or maybe it's, is it January 2017? No, it's no, 2018. 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's soon. Uh, but you know, a year or two in, in movie time, it's pretty soon. So they got to get a lot of this stuff out, but it just felt so forced. It really took me out of the movie. And I feel like there's a much more eloquent way that it, they can do that. It need, it, it needs to be organic yes. because you can't just be like, Hey, justice league. It needs to be like, Oh, justice league is coming. Yeah. And I, and I feel like really to the way that it was developed where it's just like, here's a, here's a file with all this tidy (laughs) information all stitched together. Like it felt too clean and too, like, it felt like something I should be clicking through on like a web experience more than, you know, in a feature (laughs) film. So I felt I I was excited to see those characters and I was excited to see where this stuff might be going, but it just the, again, the way that it was all stitched together, um, it was an issue. So yeah. An, uh, an, another stitched together thing, aside from the Justice League, was the 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 desert dream sequence. Yeah, the dream sequences altogether are are confusing, but the desert one, I think, the is des- particularly uh, con- wor- 
troublesome. Uh, it's troublesome on a few different planes. <laughs> One, it's too long. Yeah. It, it should be like a quick, like dream sequences are supposed to be like quick. They're not supposed to give you like all this like plot detail because yeah. the the dream isn't a plot detail, right? It's just, it's Bruce Wayne saying, oh crap, like something bad is going to happen if I don't kill Superman. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't need to be an extended sequence, which is what it was. Um, the second part of it is... Yeah, they tried to work a weird fight sequence into that too that I... I I'll, it's a dream sequence. Yeah, we didn't need it. It's a dream sequence, so there's no, there's no tension, right? Because yeah, you know he's, no, yeah, you know he's no asleep. Pay. Why, why do I care if he's fighting or or Superman comes in and takes off his his mask? It doesn't matter because he's dreaming. That that dream then ends, and we get this weird lightning storm guy <laughs> yeah. who is warning uh, Bruce Wayne from. The beyond, the beyond. Uh, we assume the multiverse. Yeah, and and he's presenting uh, some sort of information that neither one of us were. I, I I looked it up. He says you're right about him, and uh, Lois Lane is key. I think those are the things that he says. In there. Okay, yeah, and which I think I picked up some of that as he was saying it, but <laughs> I had since forgotten it since, <laughs> yeah. since the uh, awkward sleep schedule that I was under uh-huh. last night. Um, and then he wakes up again. So we don't know if that second part is really a dream. Yeah. Because it takes place in the Batcave where he's actually sitting or if it is really like someone like the Flash or somebody that is coming and warning him for real and then he kind of like wakes up again so, from blacking out. Yeah, we pretty much assume it is the Flash and but he's but he's he's weird. He's in like some weird suit, right? Yeah. Which um reading into it more we all know that it's probably the flash, but since he looks different, that either implies that he's from the future and he has a different flash suit in the future, or it's part of the multiverse. Okay. Yeah. Either um, way. But cause once, once that vision is done and Bruce actually wakes up, like there's papers just flying around in his office. Yeah. So yeah. we're to assume that that's not a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Zack Snyder's, uh, direction, who knows? Who, <laughs> who knows? The F knows. Um, I, I we we talked about the final fight with Doomsday. I don't know if we have to break up any more time for that. Uh, and uh, is there anything else in this movie that you really want to delve into? Um, I mean, we we picked a lot apart, but for me, so. all I want to say is that I don't want Zack Snyder to direct any more movies. <laughs> uh, and, and and that's something that is very possible for the future of this franchise and 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 the DC franchise. I, I don't I don't have any hope if he's at the helm anymore I, yeah. I used to i used to have uh just this this sharp this very slim not sharp slim hope that Zack snyder would do good on a movie uh, I, I i'm i'm losing that um here's hoping that suicide squad is better i if the ben, trailer is great if ben affleck actually uh writes and directs a batman movie i'm, I'm all in because i trust him as a director yeah. especially yeah um but uh, and, I mean, and I, if he keeps that same sort of like tone i think it, it, it may pay off and if he sticks to like some of the more uh detective type work yeah i i think that by the end of this movie this last point i'll make by the end of this movie he was branding uh criminals early on mm-hmm. right because uh, he's that he's that jaded but by the end of the movie uh when he's in lex's cell he doesn't brand lex he punches the wall yeah and so i think that takes bruce back to a more altruistic type of batman yeah yeah uh, so so I, so I have so i have hope for that. um but that's all that's all i've got yeah um, uh we we thank you guys for for sticking with us and, and listening to this uh what do you what do you guys what do you guys think yeah i mean you you listen to the whole spoiler bit so hopefully you did you did watch this movie uh <laughs> yeah. there are a lot of differing opinions and we would love to know what you guys think. love to uh there are a lot of ways that you can share that opinion with us yeah there's 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 ample avenues with which for, uh, <laughs> you can communicate uh, obviously there is our facebook page facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show if you haven't liked us over there go give us a like hang out hang uh, out leave us a comment you know you can poke <laughs> us or something i guess um poke. we are on twitter pretty much all the time so if you're not yep. following us over at apathusiast um go for, go first off go, go for go use twitter because twitter is great but um it's been around for 10 years 10 year anniversary of twitter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
I love sure. Twitter. Great. Uh, but follow us <laughs> at Apathusiasts on Twitter and uh, and join the conversation over there. Or you can follow us uh, on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. We don't have a lot of conversations on there, but you know sometimes yeah. we post a picture every, so, once, in a while. every once in a while. Uh, if you like this show, if you've been listening for a little while and you haven't gone over to iTunes and given the show a five-star review, we would really appreciate it if you would do that. Uh, it helps the show. It helps other people find the show. Yep. Uh, you don't have to leave a review. We're not uh, forcing you, you know, to. Uh, if you don't use iTunes, if you hate iTunes, that's that's your deal. <laughs> we're, not, we're not forcing you to use iTunes, but if whatever, whatever uh, platform you are listening on, please rate the show so that, that you could help us out a little bit. And uh, until next week. Next week, we will talk about daredevil we will talk about daredevil it would put it off long enough another person who doesn't kill right (laughs) yes uh dark vigilante in a dark city doesn't kill unless he i mean he just knocks a grenade and then they blow up yeah whatever i yeah (laughs) explosion Uh, until next week thank you so much for listening i am travis i and i'm brandon and uh that's it empathetic enthusiasm the dark brandon version when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.